0: Welcome everybody to the Loose Boss Podcast. I'm gonna be your host this week, Tommy V. I'm uh I'm back in the saddle again off the IR. It was it was a it was a tough week off. It was a rough week off. Uh I'm I'm sure everyone enjoyed the power hour though. Uh Xander, I could not remember what we called our dynamic duo whenever we're on. Can you please remind me? V Z season. V thank you. V Z season. You're welcome. Thank you. I it it killed me. I kept thinking. I was like, the <sighs> season what a great name good right. name it's a pretty good name yeah well we got a lot of i think we got a pretty good podcast this week because there's kind of a lot of news going on right now college football playoff just got announced what yesterday afternoon a lot of bait, debate still going on with that nfl was horrible yesterday <laughs> real bad real bad i don't Tommy. know if you had, i don't know if you had money on some of those games but there were uh there were a lot of a uh, lot of upsets a lot of if you're an underdog, better. Good for you. Uh, as as
1: anybody who listens to the podcast know, I stay away from the NFL, and oh. yesterday is probably the reason why. Uh, just yeah. kind of amounted into one Sunday. I think in the gambling group message that Tommy and I are in with Ethan and a bunch of other guys, a lot of listeners. Uh, one guy, <laughs> Rain, Rainey said that he doesn't. He literally can't remember the last time he won a bet. I think that's uh that was pretty pretty right for me this weekend as well.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say uh, it was it was one of the I didn't bet too much just because I was like I went out on a little like gambling thing on like a gambling cruise. Never been on one. Won some money on that, and I was like kind of hung over on Sunday. Forgot to put any bets Ooh, in international waters. There you go, international waters. Made all the money. Legal. Anything. Don't tell legal. the U.S. government. You bang whatever you want on international waters. I'm not going to implicate anything but, you know, some waivers were signed. <laughs> waivers were signed. So, let's go ahead and uh, get started though. I I feel like I'm a little rusty. I haven't been in the uh been in the saddle for a little bit, but I'm I'm ready to get back on the horse. So, we're going to start with college football playoffs. Uh I don't know if we really talked too much or I didn't see if you had any thoughts about the uh top 4. Do you think the committee got the top 4 right? Yes, simple answer, yes. Yeah. Any long answer, you want do you want to say anything? I'll give my simple answer. Would, I'm gonna say no.
1: Oh, okay, then I wanna hear your simple answer first because I have I have something prepared for this, as you as you should know. I am the face of preparation. So <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and give me your simple answer.
0: I've I've been pounding the same thing all year long. It's the best four teams should get in. I don't think they pick the best four teams in the country. I understand that everyone deserves their shot or whatever. I, I, that's not my criteria for who should get in. I do think Georgia should have got in Hmm. either three or four. I probably would have left Notre Dame out completely. I mentioned it weeks and weeks ago that I would have left them out. I don't think they're that good of a team, but that's just how I would have. I think, you know, I think they agreed with the public the most, the college football playoff committee did, but me personally, I don't think they got the best four teams in and that's, to me, that's what it's all about. And okay. I I know it's it's tough to see Georgia play Alabama again, but if you put them at 3 and they play Clemson, maybe makes it up for a little bit.
1: Okay, I want to know like why you think Georgia is so much better than Oklahoma. That's really my first question.
0: <sighs> Oklahoma, I think it just doesn't, like negative defense. Like zero defense. At least Georgia plays defense. I think they're a well-balanced team still. Notre Dame, I mean, I think Georgia is better on both sides than Notre Dame is. I think they're worse, obviously, than Oklahoma on offense, but miles better on defense. I think on a neutral field, from what I saw, Georgia would be favorites over both of them. Theoretically. Uh, like it, it, I saw something that Vegas, if they put theoretical odds, it'd be like 2.5 or 3.5 over Oklahoma and then like 6.5 over Notre Dame.
1: I would say that Georgia on a neutral field would be a 3-point Vegas favorite because of that defense, but I don't think... But I think that's the juiciest bet in the world is Oklahoma on the money line. Does that make sense? Like that is like – so that's kind of how I look at it is like there's no chance I bet Georgia in that game. And so here's my here's my rant that I prepared and why I think they got it right. I am tired. I am sick and tired of just number one Georgia fans in general. Uh, it's probably honestly one of the most pretender programs in the history of college football. Uh, People all the time like to talk about uh, Georgia and how great they are. Georgia fans think they're a blue blood. It's absolutely hysterical. Go and look at their history. They are one of the biggest loser programs ever. They They are really losing to Alabama again in the exact same fashion with a second quarterback is the absolute most Georgia thing just wrapped up in a manifestation That is Georgia football, right there, is a statement loss. That's their entire program. And that's exactly what their fans go off of. They think that a state, they think two statement losses is the reason that they should be in that game. They beat Missouri, who is somehow ranked in the top 25, solely because they're an SEC team with eight wins. I mean, that's exactly what it is. They haven't beaten anybody all year. All the teams that Missouri has played uh, that are at least somewhat good, they've lost to. And that's exactly Georgia. They beat Florida at home. When Florida was without Felipe Franks, looked terrible. They go and beat a Kentucky team who's very clearly overrated is going to get smashed in their bowl game. As much as I like Benny Snell, I like Terry Wilson, they're going to get smashed in their bowl game. Those are their two top wins. Really, their entire resume is because, oh, well, our schedule is hard. I'm tired of, this is going to be a very Michael Wilbon take, and I know you're going to love it and hate it at the same time, but I'm just tired of this participation trophy bullshit that Georgia played Alabama well and completely blew it. Like, they completely blew it. Like, it's I'm tired of this participation crap of like, well we played a hard schedule. We deserve to get in. It's like, no, you don't. You blew your shot. That's not how it works. You don't just like, you don't just get to, you know, say that you lost to LSU. You get absolutely smashed and embarrassed by LSU. You completely blow it against Alabama, and you expect wins against Florida and Kentucky to get you in. This is, it's absolutely absurd. There are two lost non-champion up against Oklahoma, whose only loss is a three-point loss to their arch-rival Texas that they then rectify in the Big 12 championship game by going in and beating them pretty soundly by 12 points in the Big 12 championship game. I don't understand how people can really sit here and say, oh, Georgia is better because they play defense. It's like, well, they play defense. Why didn't they beat LSU? Like, why didn't they beat Alabama? They completely blew it both times. it's, It's not worth seeing again. It's not worth seeing... UGA Alabama again. They don't deserve to jump Notre Dame. Notre Dame's undefeated. They absolutely deserve to be there. They played that 12 0 schedule and won. Whether or not they play a conference championship is another thing. I don't completely respect them as a team, but I'm tired of Georgia fans trying to make statement losses define their season and say they're better than someone because they lost to somebody. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's completely ridiculous.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't agree with the statement loss and the fact that I, I don't agree with the whole argument that it's like, oh, we had to go through Alabama. I I just think. Given these four teams or given whatever five, six teams you have, I just try to look at them individually kind of as a neutral fan of each of them other than, of course, Clemson, I have some bias, but obviously they're the second best team. But I try to look at them unbiased, say, all right, head to head, who do I think is going to win this matchup? And I I keep going with Georgia over Oklahoma and Notre Dame. I under- that, th- This is where the argument kind of splits to me is un- like, if you're undefeated, you're the most deserving. You didn't lose all year. You deserve to have a shot. But you're not. maybe you're not the best team, just like UCF. they're Maybe they're deserving, but they're obviously not the best team. That's where it's kind of – there's this dichotomy right there that we keep looking at with UCF two years in a row. Are they deserving because, I don't know, maybe they don't play anybody, so that makes them not deserving, but maybe they are one of the best teams. And it's, it's this weird juggling act of we're trying to do both at the same time. But to me, I just look at – I don't know. Strength of record, strength of what? What are the other ones? FBI things like that. Everything favors Georgia as far as like playing opponents. I I get that on a neutral field, Oklahoma would be kind of a, a great value pick, but to me, Georgia would be the favorite. I I think they're a better team. I I I agree with you. I don't believe in the like the bolstered argument that statement losses should get you in, or you know it's unfair that they play Alabama. But I I don't know. This is where I to, do you remember at the very beginning of the college football playoff when they had the committee what the criteria was going to be? Because I remember it being best team, but I, I really can't remember now.
1: Well, really, what they said was it would be it would come down to the criteria for best team would come down to certain statistics, strength of schedule, uh, but that the weight would be on a lot of weight would be on conference champions. That way, you know, we get different looks as fans, right. so we don't just what? see Georgia play Alabama over and over again.
0: Yeah, I thought that was like they they said like some weight would be on it. Wouldn't be all the weight, but it would be some weight at least. That was like a tiebreaker in in my mind. That's what it was.
1: And I think I think that is an interesting point. Is you want to know what the criteria are and what the weights are, like an empirical thing. And I could I get that. I just think. It's it's one of those things where you can sit there all day and say Georgia plays defense, therefore they are better. Well, we really have absolutely no idea. We do know Georgia's not as good as Alabama, so why do we want to watch that again? And then my second thing there is do you really need a defense to beat Alabama? If you go out and score 60, can they score 60? We don't know. So it it kind of turns into that thing is well, how good it actually is the Oklahoma or is the Alabama defense? Because they really Georgia's probably the best offense they've played. So really how – it gets into that matchup thing where you're like, well, we have absolutely no idea how good Georgia is compared to Oklahoma. We just keep rating the SEC so highly based on like what we're seeing. So really it, it kind of goes into that thing of do you put more weight on who you think deserves it based on stats, based on a strength of schedule that is kind of semi-relative sometimes, or do you make it the person that is you know the team that – just defeated their arch rival after a crazy game that they ended up losing, rectifying it, getting to twelve and one, having an electric offense, the most electric player who we really have never seen get a crack at Notre Dame or get a crack at uh, Alabama. Sorry, I, I think it really comes into what where you put the weight, and I think that's this is the exact conversation that the committee had was like, yeah. I don't number one, nobody wants to see georgia Alabama again. Number two, nobody is going to justify putting a two loss Georgia. Above Notre Dame, and then number three, I mean, it's just electric TV. Oklahoma against Alabama. I mean, you know who's going to tune into that? Everybody. I'm not going to yeah. tune into Georgia Alabama again. Alabama would beat to right. by 40. So that's my that's my like kind of reasoning here is you got to you got to think holistically. But when it comes to deciding, there's about a million things that come into play, like you're saying. But I'm saying I put more weight on the earn your way in rather than like, well, shucks, rather we almost the beat test, them. Yeah. The eye test, yeah. well, everybody thinks we're good, so why aren't we in? It's like, well, you yeah. didn't earn your way in, kiddo. Here's your yeah. participation it, trophy, move on.
0: And I guess I come to it more as, like you said, holistic or as like a purist. I'm not looking at the, the pragmatic way of what's going to get the best views or we don't want to see Georgia-Alabama again. I know no one – I don't want to see it again. No one wants to see it again. I just I – would, I would put in – it's almost like putting in a, a ballot that you don't really want to, but it's like this is what I believe, and it's – it is what it is. So you voted for Trump. Is that what you're saying here? No, I did I did not. Okay. Got it. I thought you were trying to – oh, so you voted for Hillary.
1: Oh, God. Do you want to talk about politics or – No. What's up? Okay. Didn't... We
0: can move on. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have you back, man. Yeah. So. No, I mean I I, I see both points of it, and I, I think they did make the right choice, Oklahoma over Ohio State. I think they were – I think really I'm just kind of – I don't know. It's it's a very thin margin. I leaned one way. I could totally see why they why they did Notre Dame. They they're undefeated. It's one of those things that if you're undefeated, it's almost like a check mark. If you're power five, you're in. And then it's I don't know. The other three were very close, but Oklahoma looked a little bit better. They didn't have that bad loss to Purdue, and they like you said, they only lost their arch rival. Rectified it afterwards. I can very easily see the argument for any honestly any of the three. And like you said, Oklahoma is. Definitely the best ratings they could get. Kyler Murray's electric. That's going to be a, probably the best of the three games. No one wants to, like you said, no one wants to watch Georgia-Alabama again. Ohio State maybe could make a little noise, but like, like you said, Oklahoma is going to be able to put up maybe 50, 60 points, and we'll see if Alabama can uh, keep up with them.
1: I thought it was like kind of funny how we both were sitting there, like literally not even bringing up Ohio State. Like it was, no. you know, just like no, they don't deserve. I
0: think I think they were. I mean, they were right there, but it's just I don't think they had either argument. They weren't the best team, and then they weren't the most deserving either. Like they didn't win either side of it, so they're mm-hmm. unfortunately right on the outside of both of those.
1: I mean, I think the massive win at, at Michigan, I mean, is arguably yeah. one of the best wins. Uh, sneaking out Penn State is obviously one of the best wins. I mean, it's clearly a good team, but right. then just—I mean, I mean—should have lost to Maryland. Uh, arguably, should have lost to Nebraska, and then absolutely getting smoked by Purdue. It's not—that's not who. We're, that's not who's kidding. I mean, I—I I think honestly, like almost losing to teams that you should beat is almost as condemning as like straight up losing. Sometimes, yeah. like the way you play in the eye test, like I, I just said the other way, like the eye test shouldn't do it. But then sometimes when you see it, it's just in your gut, everybody knew Ohio State was not good enough. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, with Oklahoma yeah, and, and UGA, it's it's a lot more like which is which, which is which, which is which. You could argue either side. Ohio State, if you saw them play, you're like, dude, whoa, is this team good? Like You're like, I don't even know if this team's good at, at some points. Oh, I they mean, they're out blow they're out clearly
0: Michigan. very good, but they're they're clearly also not one of the best five teams, I don't think. Okay, I
1: think that's that's a better way to put it. That's, that's yeah. a better way to put it.
0: You wanna? It, are there any other bowl games? I want. I want to talk about some of the other bowl games though, because I'm. I'm a little disappointed. I. I feel like there's not a whole lot of good ones. Ohio State. Uh, who is it? Ohio State. Uh, I not even write down Washington. who it was. I, Washington. I wrote down mm-hmm. who I want. I Rose want bowl. Ohio State to play Georgia. Yeah, it's the Rose Bowl. That's right. It's the Rose just Bowl. Because it's it's tradition. It's the Rose Bowl. But I really, I wish they would just do like five, six, seven, eight, like do ones like that. I know they have to do tradition, but it's it's stupid.
1: I yeah, I think that's I think that is true. Um I kind of wish that, that it would be Ohio State Georgia. I think that'd be a much more intriguing matchup. Cuz I like Georgia versus Texas is going to be really fun though. Like I mean that's going to be a big time big time like cash cow. Ohio State versus Washington. Washington is the Rose Bowl and like you're going to get Ohio it, th- These games do make sense for the fact that like it is tradition, but like man, Georgia Texas is a juicy matchup of blue bloods or fake blue yeah, bloods, but, as I just I mean, said earlier. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I mean that's gonna that's gonna get cash. Plus, it's I mean that's always been the Sugar Bowl, and the Rose yeah. Bowl's always been, you know, uh, Big Twelve, Pac Twelve. So that's pretty cool. I mean, I, I actually I kind of like some of these games here and there, but. I think those big four outside of the playoff are kind of lacking compared to past years just because it's just been such a parody of Alabama, Clemson, uh, 12-0 Notre Dame, and just kind of everybody else. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's just been such a parody of of. there's really well, nobody else I'd rather watch. Is it disparity? Am I using it disparity. wrong? Yeah, disparity. Disparity is when
0: they're equal. Got it.
1: Disparity. I knew, yeah. I knew I was fucking that word up. I was thinking about that the other day.
0: Yeah. No, I, I I agree. It's a lot of the teams outside that like top three or, or even top maybe four or five with Oklahoma, Georgia and maybe Ohio State. They're really boring, like not a lot of good teams, no. not a lot of like, man, I really want to see Florida and Michigan play. <laughs> I really don't <laughs> No, like I, I will. I guess I'll be maybe watching but that. Is, that's not a game. Even the UCF, like LSU, it's like what a like UCF. I would have loved that they played Florida or Michigan or any of the big teams. But UCF, like LSU is just not quite there. So I really want to see UCF get tested. Auburn, I thought, was a really good win last year. I really want to see them play like Florida or Georgia or Ohio State, someone like a little better, or Michigan.
1: I don't know, man. UCF, I think LSU is a good matchup. Plus, without McKenzie Milton, man, they're yeah. just – it's, it's not even going to be like a fair fight, I don't think. And I'm kind of bummed about that. Like I know, they, I know they went and beat Memphis in that kind of like – uh, back and forth game, but I don't think it's even going to be close, Tommy. Like I think it's going to be kind of like BS.
0: I don't know. You're you're the LSU stand. Uh,
1: I I just think that LSU is just too big and physical for UCF because Auburn. We kind of thought that last year, but it turns out they were a lot slower than everybody thought they were. Uh, they were super duper slow. And UCF kind of beat them with speed and, you know, McKenzie Milton just being a total stud. Now this year, I think LSU is just bigger and faster. I don't, I don't think there's actually any way that UCF can beat them, especially now without McKenzie Milton. Personally.
0: Yeah, without McKenzie Milton it'll be tough. But if they do, it'll be another one of those things that's like, well, LSU, were they really even that good? That's yeah, why I exactly, want to throw them against. Exactly. I want to throw them against, like, an actually good team, and then we can see. It, it's just like the Hawaii-Georgia, like, you know, the Boise State forever ago. You, you need to throw, like, an actually, like, are they uh, actually good team against an actually good team, and then, then you see get, what happens?
1: Then you get Hawaii versus Georgia in the Sugar exactly. bowl. Exactly, oh but it's
0: just, it's just it's just for science. I mean, you we need to see UCF play because Auburn was good, but it was another one of those like, are they actually good? And now it's like, no, they weren't actually good. Yeah, but like if they threw them against, I don't know, it was, I don't even know if Michigan's actually good. There's too many teams that are like, are they actually good? Yeah, you'd think we'd know
1: that by the end of the year, but Michigan's just utter collapse against Ohio state is like one of those things that you're just going to be looking at. Like I really, I, I thought they were good and now
0: I'm just not sure. Yeah, It's crazy how it swings like that. Any other bowl games that you're, uh, you're looking forward to?
1: I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I love like really all board, all bowl games. Like I just love college football so much and love bowl season so much. I will, I will watch anything. I will bet on anything. Absolutely.
0: Anything. Sounds I, like you did your research.
1: Yes. So, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly, I think one of the ones that I'm sneaky excited for is going to be the Alamo Bowl. I actually did do a little bit of research. Iowa State versus Wazoo is going to be awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is going to be a really fun game. I love the
0: matchups, but I never look at the actual, like, bowl names ever.
1: Oh, yeah. The the bowl names are the best part, man. The Gasparilla Mower Bowl or whatever the hell it is. The Dollar General Bowl. The Red Box Bowl. There's so many good ones,
0: man. Yeah, I mean that that's an interesting one. I think I liked West Virginia Syracuse. I could that's see that being high say. scoring, like 50-50 kind of game. Another exciting one. And then some of the smaller, like the MAC teams and the uh, like Sun Belt, like Middle Tennessee App State. I think it could be a good game. That's going to be a great game. And then I think Buffalo Troy is going to be really good as well. I mean, I I, I love the like the Sun Belt this year. Agreed. Buffalo Troy is
1: going to be really good. I think Troy could come out and really spank them. I think they're really I, I, good. I think Buffalo is pretty good too, though. They are. They should have beat Northern Illinois, but they didn't. Yeah. They blew it, and
0: I think Troy's gonna. I think Troy's gonna lay it to him. Troy is really good. No, Troy. I I been on Troy all year. That was one of my. I, they were amazing against the spread. Them and App State were lights out all year. I know we had that like App State for a little bit. They they were disappointing, but I think they came back strong in the end.
1: What do you think about uh, the the rematch of two of probably? It's a rematch from last year, but it's two of probably the most disappointing teams this year is Wisconsin versus Miami. <laughs> Isn't that hysterical that they're the, doing yeah, that the, again? The,
0: the disappointment rematch. I saw that. That is going to be terrible. Oh, my God. That is going to be the ugliest game I've and I think ever it's, seen. It's there, it's could be, there could
1: be under 200 passing yards in the entire it's game. In,
0: yeah, it's in New York. I think I think it might be outside. That's oh, it is. It's in Yankee Stadium. Terrible, yeah. It's going to be rough. I can't even believe that's a – how do
1: they make bowls this year? The over has got to the line has got to be like thirty eight. Mean, I was gonna say like twenty-five. And I would what I would 25? I would I would think of the under. I could <laughs> see that game being twelve to like seven. <laughs> or maybe like twelve six, just like oh. six. How many, goals. how many turnovers in that Fifth, one? how many, how many nope. times is that stupid fucking chain coming out? Zero turnovers. It's like twelve hundred punts back and forth. Just punt after punt. It's like Australian rules football out there. Oh, my God. But it is true, though. I mean, honestly, I love bowl season. Like, I will literally watch any bowl that's on. I will gamble in every single bowl. That was not me not doing my research, even though it did take me a little bit longer to pull up the page than I wanted to, so I had to find some time to buy.
0: Yeah, I, I'm I'm usually not, like, a huge fan of – I usually watch, like, the big ones and then some of the smaller ones. I'm going to try maybe a little bit more to get into it this year. I've been – in general, I've been more into college football this year, I'd, I'd say, than years past. I'm still not quite, like, interesting. you or Easy's level, but I've been watching at least, like, I don't know, some Saturdays I wouldn't watch anything, and now I'm consistently at least watching a couple games.
1: That's that's good then. What, I mean, what is it, just, like, chance or anything?
0: Yeah, I, I guess so, just – honestly just people to talk to it about and just like know more about i don't know a lot of people at work now just are all college football oriented so that's all they talk about nobody talks about the nfl
1: yeah i wonder why that is uh i feel like that's been the case for just the a southern last thing man mile. yeah it's just just a southern thing
0: like i told people like what are you gonna do tomorrow and i was like yeah, i'll probably watch some football today or like yesterday and i was like yeah i'll probably watch some football and they were like football's on and I was like, yeah, NFL. they were like, oh, and they were like, why would you watch that? I was like, what do you, what do you mean, why would I watch that? <laughs> Most popular sport in America still.
1: Yep. <laughs> well, all right, Thomas. I'm going to give you a little before we get off college football. You were t- you were kind of talking. This this idea popped in my head. You don't really love the matchups. What What is your dream matchups? So you would say – you don't have to say, like, the certain bowl that they're in. But, like, you want to see Georgia, Ohio State. Of those, yeah. like, eight teams, like, how would you arrange them how you want?
0: So I'd probably do, yeah, Georgia, Ohio State, UCF, Michigan. Uh, I'm trying to think of who's right after that. Florida and who's right after that? Uh, it's Texas maybe. Yeah, Texas, Florida, Texas—that'd be a decent game, maybe. To me, those are two teams. Like, I'm—I'm I'm not like a huge fan of like Texas this year. I mean, they were okay, and then Florida too. They were both like good teams. Throw them together because mm-hmm, I don't think fair. that's going to be a real exciting matchup. Okay,
1: that yeah, I, that's exactly what I was going to say too. Is I liked Georgia, Ohio State, and then maybe Florida, Texas, and the or maybe Florida, Washington, Florida, Texas—one yeah. of the yeah. two, any of them, yeah. And then Michigan, LSU than UCF with either Washington or Florida I guess would be the best matchup. But you, like you said, UCF would be juicy against somebody like Ohio State or
0: Michigan or somebody like that. Yeah, right, I would he, love them against Michigan just because Michigan, like they can't win a big game, and that would just be so funny if they lost to UCF.
1: Oh, man. Oh, dude, would Harbaugh get fired? No, he wouldn't.
0: No, he, not, a, not after a They think
1: about it. People would be like, People would be definitely thinking.
0: It would no, happen. it would all be. I think it would all be like UCF. It would, I mean, it'd be talked about that like what's wrong with them, but it'd all be UCF talk. You can't fire a guy after a bowl game. True, true, true.
1: I, uh, I mean, man, that would be brutal. I, I what, like, I guess we're going to probably talk about, you know, bowl games as they get closer to time. We got plenty of time. In bowl yeah, season. yeah, I was going to
0: say, we individual matchups. I think we can kind of discuss in, in the weeks to come. I just kind of want to get a look ahead of. Anything in particular? You're kind of you're circling beforehand, but for you, I guess it's everything.
1: I love everything, dude. I think. I mean, if we're gonna go week by week, I think like in the next couple weeks, my favorite one is gonna be Arizona State Fresno State. I think that's. I be a I, really I think that. Yeah,
0: I was looking at that too.
1: I think that'll be a really fun game, and I really have no idea how that's gonna go. I mean, that's one of those games that I'm like, Fresno State's actually pretty good, but then I look back and I'm like, actually, Arizona State's a lot better than we thought they were gonna be. And that's just kind of going over in my mind. And then the other, like like I said, I love like MAC, Conference USA, Sunbelt. I love all that bullshit. Like UAB versus Northern Illinois makes me lick my chops because I have no freaking clue what's going to happen. Like UAB is like pretty damn good and won the Conference USA like 10-3 or something like that. But then like Northern Illinois came out of nowhere and won the MAC. I'm like, I, I don't know which one's better. I'm so excited to find out. So yeah. that's – like in the next like week or two, that's what I'm looking for. Is those is those two games specifically?
0: When does Army play this week? Or they play next week? They play they, Saturday. They play, I was gonna say yeah, they usually play pretty quick, don't they? Army Navy. Well, Army Weekend. Navy, and then their their bowl games. Houston. Well, Houston, they don't have Eli Oliver, but that should still be a good game too. Yeah, that'll be fun. I thought we were talking Army Navy. Army don't Navy get, is also
1: this week. Don't even get me started. You know, it's my favorite game. Have you seen Army's jerseys?
0: No, they're I have not. sick. Are, they, are uh, they? black?
1: Yes, they're black, but they're like with red. Could have like guessed red accents, dude. It's cool. They're the Black
0: Knights, man. They look sick. All right, you want to move on to the uh, the less popular league in America, the NFL? Yeah, sure. All right. So, I think we we played this a couple weeks ago, but we're gonna we're gonna come back to it. Contender pretender. Mm. I'm gonna give you a, a couple lists. Give me, you know, what you think about the team. If they're actually a contender, if they're a pretender, I'll do the same thing. We're gonna start with a team that had a big win yesterday, last night. The lost. I almost said San Diego. I did not say San Diego. Los Angeles Chargers. Mm. Easy E is not with us, of course, but he's fist bumping somewhere because he brought up that they might be the best team in the AFC, and he's not looking so crazy right no, now. No, no, he's not. And honestly. That is a –
1: it's a very, very disturbing sight when Ethan is not looking crazy. I mean, honestly, it's more concerning that he's not looking crazy than when he is.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not not often that he doesn't look. I mean, there's – Completely insane. I mean, broken clock's right twice a day. Maybe that's what it is. You can never give him (laughs) too much credit. No, never give that guy too much credit. It will come back to bite you. Right. So, Chargers, are they legit? Big win in Pittsburgh last night. Uh,
1: my brain says yes, but my football brain says no, because this is still the Chargers. They, Phillip Rivers has been there for like 15 years. Why suddenly is this team okay now? Like is like a, a real winner now? I don't get it. I feel like I've seen this song and dance before. My brain that watches them and my eyes are like, holy shit, this team is really good. But then my football brain is like, actually, I still don't think I can trust them. So I'm going to put them... If I have to go contender or pretender, I'm going to say my brain says contender. My football brain says pretender. I'm going to have to write write those at some point. A true middleman Zan answer right there.
0: Yeah, really, really neither answer is good. So I'm going to go contender with these guys. I think the AFC still is wide open. I mean, I I really don't think any one team, even the Chiefs or the Patriots or anybody, is way better than everybody else. So. I think the Chargers could stay in the mix and they could win a game. Like you said, every part of me wants to be like, no, they're gonna. This is the Chargers. They're gonna blow. Somehow they're gonna lose in spectacularly bad fashion. Yes. Somehow they're gonna you know miss a kick or you know fumble a kick return or something like that. Just something terrible is gonna happen. Mm -hmm. But I'm still gonna throw them in. I think they can. I think they can contend for the championship this year. I think they can make the Super Bowl, just because the AFC is. I think very weak this year. I mean, mm-hmm. it's there's a lot of teams, May not weak, but there's a lot of teams that are just right on that same level to me.
1: They, all right, so the Chargers and the Chiefs are right there in the same one for me. Is My, my brain and eyes watching them is just like, holy shit, these teams are so, so good. But then my football brain is just looking and it's just like, I, I can't do it yet. I can't be fooled yet again by either of these teams. And that's, like I, I can't do it, Thomas. I know, I know you have all the stats to back it up, and I know you're probably right. But I
0: just, I just can't be burned again. I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah, it's been a long time though for the Chargers that they've, you know, really fucked up in the playoffs. Right? When's the last time they made the playoffs? It's been a while, hasn't it?
1: It's. It had to have been like four or five years ago. I I don't know off the top of my head.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't either. But, but it's I feel been like it's, it's. It's been a, a while since they've even made the playoffs. Yeah. And like you they always screw it up in like week sixteen or seventeen. I don't think they're gonna do that this year. I don't even yeah, know if they can. Somehow, I don't somehow. I don't think they're locked in. in yet. They still could. But I I believe I believe in this Chargers team. We talked about it like two or three weeks ago. They're one of they're probably the most complete AFC team, offense and defense.
1: I would say I would absolutely, my brain and eyes is telling me that. It really is. Yeah, the last time they were in the playoffs was 2013. Yeah, so five years ago, wow! Mm-hmm. And they won the first
0: game. I, Phillip Rivers is a competitor. He's a he's sneakily like he's right up there with all the MVP like candidates. He's really uh, good this oh, year. Oh,
1: oh, don't get me wrong, man. Phillip Rivers is awesome. I'm I'm just saying. Is he is he really the guy that's going to win a Super Bowl?
0: It, it it only takes one time. Yeah, good point. You never you never know. Good point. There's a lot of people that. Like Joe Flacco, I never thought – well, he was kind of young when he did it, but I never thought he was going to be the guy to win a Super Bowl. But then again, he he had a much better defense than this. But it's a weird year. I think it's a weird year in the NFL, so you never know what's going to happen. You're right. You're right. You never know. Let's move on to uh, the other team from last night, the Steelers. I had them firmly in the contender category. I I, I want to – where are you at with them? Are they are they still a contender in your eyes? I feel like they got to be, right?
1: Yeah, I, they definitely are in the contender pile. I think they have everything you need to succeed really in the postseason, and a lot of that is just experience, a quarterback you trust, and a defense that's p- passable if not uh, good. I don't think they. I don't think that they, by any means, they're not even in my three or four teams that can win a Super Bowl, or, or my my three or four teams that should win the Super Bowl. Like the rankings, you know, if I ranked who I think is going to win the Super Bowl in order. I don't even think the Steelers are in the top four, nah, but either. I don't think they can't
0: win it. So I'm putting in the contender pile. Does that make sense? Yeah, I I feel like almost any team. Like I, I said it before, there's so many teams in the AFC that just like because the Patriots aren't great this year, the Chiefs have a really bad defense. They just struggled. Horrible against, defense. Then they who they just play the Raiders and they struggled against them. Yep. Should probably should have lost that game. I mean, they're I don't know they're they're suspect. The Patriots are suspect this year. We'll get to a couple of other teams, but the Steelers, just like the Chargers, they could end up being in the AFC Championship somehow eking out a win and making the Super Bowl. I, Whether not or not any the, I don't know if any of these teams could actually win against like the Saints or because it's going to be Saints or Rams probably. Yeah. But I, I could see these teams at least making it, and that's half the battle. I mean, then you just have to have some – football is so weird, you just have to have some fucked up shit happen, and then you're Super Bowl winner, Joe Flacco. Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Exactly. I mean, geez. I mean just like the Eagles, no one saw the Eagles coming. They win and then man, that's going to be weird looking back and being like, man, you remember Nick Foles winning that Super Bowl.
1: Okay, this is going to be the uh this is going to be the correct use of the word parity. The parity in the NFL this year has been pretty impressive. Like yeah. I feel like even though the Saints and Rams and and Chiefs have seemed like on like another level. They still, I mean, this that's the NFL. Anybody could be anybody. But it just seems like this year I really don't know who's going to get there. Like last year, how many times did I scream at you that the Patriots were going to get to the Super Bowl? I don't even know why we care. I still feel that way a little bit. Not nearly as much as I, I did the last few years. But, I mean, the, I guess the Eagles getting there last year is a little bit crazy because they had like the whole quarterback thing. But they were still a 14-win team outside of the quarterback you know what I mean? So yeah. it, it seems like it kind of made a lot more sense. The NFC seemed like it was like wide open last year. Now it's it's just the whole league is completely wide open with the Patriots taking a clear step back. Uh so yeah, I mean it, it's it's wild how like how we're sitting here talking contenders and pretenders and we're saying that the 7-4 and 1 Steelers are like clear contenders. You know what I mean? Like it's right. like, oh yeah, they definitely win it. It's like what? Like Everybody else is
0: so much better record-wise. Well, no, actually, the Steelers are just as good in my mind. Right. And to your point, 14, I just looked at this, 14 of the 32 teams have anywhere from five to seven wins. There's a lot of teams just right there in the mm-hmm. middle. I mean, there's a couple, like the Chargers, Patriots have nine, Bears have eight. There's a couple that are like right above there that are like good teams. I don't think they're great teams. Like you have the, the Saints and the Rams are great. Chiefs mm-hmm. are probably maybe a little below them, but still great. Yep. And then you have these like good teams, but then, like you said, in the middle, there's a lot of just very like pretty good teams, like even I even the Bucks. Bucks are five and seven. I don't think the Bucks are bad. Like I don't. If they made the playoffs, no. I wouldn't. I'd be like pretty surprised, but like they're not that bad. Like they beat almost yeah. anybody.
1: Yes, that's exactly how I feel. Uh, Is like yeah, the Bucks are five and seven. They really look like they could beat anybody. I mean, the damn Lions like gave the Rams a run for their money last week, like yeah. on Sunday, like yesterday. I'm, I'm like looking around. I mean, we've seen the 49ers. The 49ers have like an absolutely electric offense, even they're two and ten. And as you're just kind of, I don't know, if they're electric. The, you, you, have you actually watched the 49ers?
0: I watched the the Mullins game and the game afterwards, and they were not so good. The game after I watched well, them when I watched them in that playing, Raiders game when they were good, and then I think I watched. The Giants game. Well, I guess they, they put twenty three. The last two weeks they put up nine and sixteen. The Bethard the
1: when Bethard was like actually like playing and doing okay, they they clearly oh, yeah. were not good enough to win. But just when you look at the offense that Kyle Shanahan is running, as much as I freaking hate that guy, it's so. I mean, it's just it looks great. Like you're like these guys actually look like athletes. Like he's got George Kittle looking like the best hey, tight end in the NFL. George Kittle's up there.
0: he's really good. He's you one of the so? fastest tight ends in the NFL. I think. Fair He's enough. He's really good.
1: Fair enough. But yeah, I, you're, I completely agree that it just seems like anybody could beat anybody, even more so this year than the last right. few.
0: Well, let's go to one team then. I, I don't think is gonna. They've been beating a lot of teams. I don't think they're gonna do much in the playoffs. The Houston Texans. Do you have them in a contender? Winners of is it nine or ten straight now? Nine, nine straight. Nine straight. Nine straight. Do you have them in the contender category? Finally, one of the best teams in the AFC record-wise. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to you. Why do you not have them in the contender pile? Because they have beaten, let's see, one, two teams that are over 500. The Redskins they beat when Alex Smith got hurt that game, and then they beat the uh, Cowboys that are one game above 500 right now. Other wins they have: Bills, Jags, uh, Titans, Browns, Broncos, Broncos was a good win. Broncos are six and six. They're a good team. Dolphins, Dolphins six and six. I don't think the Dolphins are any good. That's turn. Yeah, the Dolphins I mean, the Dol- started. The Dolphins, it's, turn, it's, yeah, they but, started three and zero, and then they've been what three and six since then. They're not a good team.
1: I just don't. I don't. I don't know what the. I feel like the Texans are like the Chargers junior, in the sense that like they're a very well rounded team. I mean, like, but I mean they're not as good as the Chargers, but in terms of like well roundedness, I think they're probably the second most well rounded team in the AFC. I mean, yeah, I, I I mean maybe I would put the Ravens and the Steelers maybe in there. The Patriots have clear holes of defense. Chiefs have clear holes of defense. I mean, it kind of seems like to me like the most well-rounded teams in the NFL is like or in the AFC are, are the Chargers number one. I would have put the Texans number two. I don't know why I don't think they're – like why people don't think they're complete contenders. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm kind of confused on this one.
0: I just – I, I want to see a little bit more from, like, their offense and defense against, like, some actually good teams. I mean, offensively, they've been really good. I, I've been surprised, like, how good Deshaun looked. Like, after the first three their games, he didn't look good at all. But he's been electric since then. Nuke is having one of the best seasons of, mm-hmm. like, his, definitely the best season of his career probably Which so is far. Which insane.
1: He's had a great career already.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, he's – Every game, he's just making three to four amazing catches. I mean, he is definitely – is he the best wide receiver th- right I now? I think
1: he might be the best wide receiver. He's by far the most underrated receiver. Yeah, I think he might be the best receiver. Like, I don't, I think, think, a, I don't I, think that's that out of control. It, it's like, like him, that.
0: Brown, probably Thielen is like right there. Julio. Julio. AJ Green. AJ, yeah. AJ's hurt right now, so I can't throw him in there. AJ went healthy maybe, but I I might. Yeah, I'm saying completely healthy. That's my top five. Yeah. I might I might put Nuke. Oh, OBJ. Ke- we can't throw Keenan him. Can't Allen him OB,
1: Keenan Allen and OBJ are also yeah. sneaking around there somewhere. Yeah.
0: I might throw Nuke number one right now just for if you throw it in his direction, he's the one guy that out of all of those, I'm like, all right, he's going to catch the ball no matter what. The other mm-hmm. guys are amazing route runners. He, he, I mean, he's an, a great route runner as well. a good route runner. He's the one guy that's like, all right, we need just – it's 3rd and 10. throw it in his direction. He's going to make something happen.
1: Yeah, he is absolutely unreal. And Deshaun Watson is like, he's playing well enough. I, don't, like, I mean, if you uh, – bear with me here. If you compare how he's played this season coming off an ACL injury to how Carson Wentz plays, has played this oh. season coming off an ACL injury, Deshaun Watson has been far and away better. I mean, far and away better. I don't even think it's close. And that is impressive to me when you think about how Carson Wentz was the MVP last year.
0: Yep. Yeah, but Carson Wentz, I was that whole team is just weird right now. The Eagles team. I don't know what they have some weird Super Bowl hangover going on right now. I don't know what it is, man. Yeah. Well, but I yeah, I don't know why I just maybe it's just because they haven't played anybody yet. I but it's every week I'm like, man, the Texans they're gonna they're getting away with it again. They're not playing anybody. I think it'll be interesting. I, they really don't play anyone the rest of the season, though. This this week will be interesting. They play the Colts. They at least have a you know a they have a pulse, I think, even though they lost six nothing to the Jags. Yeah. I think they still have a pulse. But then they play the Jets, the Eagles, I maybe have a pulse, and then the Jags to finish the season. They They really don't
1: They win three out of four. I really do. I think three out of four minimum.
0: They might if they go thirteen and three, it's gonna be like I mean, I don't wanna talk about Easy's Panthers when they were fifteen and one and they were like it was kind of like this too, but it's going to be one of the worst teams to ever go 13 and 3 I feel like. At least that's how I feel about this team. They're like I, I feel like they're not as good as the record indicates and a lot of people are saying that but I don't know why I, it is.
1: That's that's fair. I I think that is a completely fair take to be like these guys really haven't beaten anybody. It's like yeah, it's yeah. completely true, but they are they are beating everyone. So yeah. that's kind of the other way of that is like, well, I mean, what are they supposed to do? You know, you can't, you know, maybe it doesn't help them down the road, but like this team is clearly they're not bad. Nine in a row is no easy feat, and that defense no. is really underrated. Like people, people would be like, "Oh, well, you know, they're they're kind of a pretender." And then what people come back with is they're like, "Oh, oh, well, well, you know, it's it's actually a really good defense, and Deshaun Watson's playing well." But then when you kind of like dive into that, they've given up like the second least points in the entire NFL, like, or in, or in the entire uh, AFC. Sorry, with behind the Ravens, who's one of the better defenses I've ever seen, and. This is like Texas defense has let up 235 points. Whether or not they play anybody is not is kind of irrelevant in my mind right now. They, I mean, they're good. They're a they're bare minimum
0: good. I agree. I think they're yeah. a good team. I don't think they can contend. I just the Patriots yeah. have their number, and I I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of these teams are just gonna show up more in the playoffs than the Texans will. I mean, I
1: even think at home in Houston, first leg of the playoffs, they're probably playing. I don't know the Steelers or the Chargers. You know what I mean? That's probably their, like, first playoff game. Yeah. I think they probably are not favored in either of those.
0: No, I was going to say they're probably home dog. Yeah. Or
1: maybe even, like, the Broncos. The Broncos, that second wildcard team is probably the only team that they would be, like, favored against in my eyes at home. Yep.
0: All right. You want to move over to the NFC? Actually, let's Let's do do, What about the Ravens? We we talked I I forgot to put them in here. I didn't realize they were seven and five. I I completely like wrote them off already as not being able to make the playoffs. They're right there. I mean, they're right now they're gonna make the playoffs and they've been playing really well. Are they any kind of contender to you with I don't know if it's gonna be with Flacco or if it's gonna be with Jackson. Who do you who would you be more scared of right now in the playoffs between the two of them? It's gotta be Jackson, right?
1: It's I think it is, man. I mean, he is all right, and I think I sent this into the group message. One of my observations from Sunday watching football: Lamar Jackson is exactly who I thought he was going to be in the NFL. Like, I think all of the criticisms that like I had about him and all of the like praises I had about him, both of that both of them were exactly correct. Like, he is an absolutely electric runner who makes up for, I mean, clear deficiencies passing. Like, I mean, he is obviously one of the worst quarterbacks throwing the ball in the NFL right now but he is just so good with his legs that it makes up for it and he's really learning how to run that offense like you you've, you've got to be more scared of that guy than of Joe Flacco who just has seemed so one dimensional for the past like 3 years so yeah. i think that i like i don't think i'm really afraid of either guy compared to every other quarterback in the AFC playoff picture right now but Lamar Jackson, definitely, if, if you're that team, you got to want him over Flacco, right? Like if oh, you're I, on that team.
0: Absolutely. I, I've i been like against Joe Flacco all year, all of last year. He is. I thought he was done. He actually he looked pretty good. I think Marty Morningway kind of gave him a little rejuvenation. Mm. I think it, maybe the HGH kind of, you know, <laughs> maybe he was losing it a little bit. Hip got injured. But right now, yeah, I'm – Completely in on Jackson, I would be terrified to play him in any kind of playoff game. And I think that that's one of the one team that I could see kind of stealing either one or two games, making like the AFC conference out of nowhere, just because they're gonna they're gonna run the ball, they're gonna have the ball the entire time, and then their defense is amazing. I mean, it's just this, a re- it's a yeah. recipe for disaster if you're playing them.
1: I uh, yeah, hundred percent agree. It's just that they probably have one of the toughest run ins of any of the. AFC yeah. just playoff picture, I think. I mean, up there with the Panthers, who were very clearly done. We'll get to that in a second. They've got to play the Chiefs, Chargers, like you said, the Bucks, and then the Browns, who the Browns might just be playing for just shits and gigs. It doesn't str- Baker Mayfield seems like the guy who likes to spoil a good party. So, I mean, this is probably the hardest run up, maybe other than the Panthers, uh, of anybody trying to contend yeah. in, in the playoff picture right now.
0: Yeah, I can't remember. I, I think I looked at it earlier. It it's gonna be close between them and like the Ravens. I think the or them and the Broncos. I mean, the Broncos don't play anybody. No, the Broncos I think, could well, win. I out. think they play one more. They play the, the Chargers week seventeen, but that game can mean not, nothing.
1: Yeah, Chargers aren't. Chargers are either going. They're not going to be even going for the division. I think. I think the the Chargers will probably right. be just sitting at that first wild card spot, chilling.
0: Right. And then so before then, the Broncos have the Niners, the Browns and the Raiders, all three. They're going to be favorites in and then at the Charger or last game of the season's home against the Chargers. Like we said, could mean nothing. They could win all four. It's going to be really close. I mean, if they go 10 and six, it's going to be tough. I, I agree with for the Ravens to go 10 and six. Mm-hmm. They got to win three out of four or no. What are they? Yeah. Three out of four. Yeah. Yeah. They'll have to win three out of four. That's gonna to be tough. It's tough. I mean, they'll have to win either at Chargers or at Chiefs.
1: And Chargers' schedule is Bengals, Chiefs, Ravens, obviously, and then Broncos away. So that's not exactly, you know, depending on basically how that Chiefs game goes, is whether they're going to be play. They're going to be playing for something, but that I mean, that's not necessarily an easy run, and they might be, you know, having to try to fight for a playoff spot at the end of the year too. So. Uh, I,
0: yeah, I don't, I don't think the Chargers or are like, playoff, playoff seating, playoff yeah, seating. Playoff seating yeah. I think they're pretty much like win one or two more and I think they're in, mm-hmm. I don't know when they start saying the actual, like who's locked. Like I know it says the, the Rams have already, they clinched their division. Yep. I don't know when the actual playoff, like things will start. Cause it's so weird when there's so many like six and three or six and six teams still
1: cause mm-hmm. they
0: could all like theoretically go four and oh. Yeah. Even though yeah, it's like the Titans you go zero and four, yeah, the Titans aren't going four and zero. The Dolphins aren't going four and zero. So,
1: no. what the Dolphins are? You sure?
0: I don't think so. I don't. They, they play the they play the Pats this week. I don't. I don't like it. I don't like fair, it.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. God, I hate the Patriots. I hate that we didn't talk <laughs> about them the entire time. They're just gonna get back to damn Super Bowl and ruin my life. It's gonna be I them mean, and the it, fucking Seahawks. I'm just he, gonna want to kill myself again.
0: Can you throw them in the? I feel like you can't throw them in the Pretenders. just because they like they're there every year. No, no, the Pats are not Pretenders, and neither yeah. are the Seahawks. That okay. We'll get to that one. Let's go to NFC. So let's start. Let's start oh, with the I Seahawks. Then you think the Seahawks are contenders? Seahawks. Yes, yes, absolutely, yes.
1: <laughs> Can I have some I don't reasons? Even think it, I don't even think it's a question. The only really? the they are one of three teams in the playoff picture in the NFC that actually have any kind of like reasonable playoff experience within that team. I mean, they have potentially the MVP of the year Bobby Wagner on their defense. Russell Wilson has been playing out of his mind. He looks like he could win every single fourth quarter. They actually have a run game. Their offensive line looks better than it ever has. Um their defense still is insane outside of Bobby Wagner even with Earl Thomas hurt. Is it yeah. I mean, they they're the only team that you really can see in this playoff picture that you think is going to make it. I mean, the Eagles are still there technically. Yeah, You know, the Packers I guess technically are still there. But I, 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 I don't think either of those teams are going to make it depending on what happens, you know, tonight in the Eagles Redskins game. Right. We could we can know for sure, but the Seahawks I, are really the only team clear cut to make the playoffs that have any playoff experience. Like the Rams not that great. The Cowboys not that great in the playoffs. It's really just like the Seahawks, the Saints and like Maybe kind of the Vikings? I don't
0: know. No, I can't I can't throw Kirk Cousins' his playoff experience. I mean the I mean, Vikings did oh, make the they got is, pretty far back. Yeah.
1: I was thinking of last year with like the NFC championship. Yeah. Yeah, even, and they even
0: Yeah, this team still. is just like the Eagles last year, this team is not the same as the team it was last year. Kirk Cousins, watching that game yesterday against the Bats, he is I am hundred percent, just not scared of him. He can't win big games. No, I he mean he is—he is so scared. It
1: goes back to his time at Michigan State. He has yeah. never won a big game in his life.
0: It's like every third and eight, he just freezes up and throws like a three-yard little out route. It's like this dude just does not have it.
1: He is the true captain checkdown. Yeah, absolutely, the
0: true so, captain checkdown. So the most the expensive Seahawks, captain checkdown. The Seahawks do have—they play the Vikings this week. That'll be an interesting game. It is They're in Seattle. I think Seattle will win it. But I think that's Sunday. Is that Sunday night? No, that's Monday night actually. Right?
1: Seattle. No, it's not. Uh, Panthers. Oh, that's Saints next is Monday week. night. Huh? Panthers. Saints is Monday night next week, right? Oh no, no, oh. no, it's two weeks. Two weeks. I was
0: gonna say yeah, the one I'm looking at now. Yeah, it's it's next week. Uh, it's Seattle at Minnesota. That's or Seattle at home for Minnesota.
1: I so. think Seattle in that Seattle is free money on the spread in that game. Whatever yeah. it is, I would bet yeah. it up to probably five or six points. I'm gonna no, actually gonna touch that week. game.
0: <laughs> So, I I agree. I think the Seahawks are very good. I don't know if... You know, I think you might convince me. They are,
1: no, they are 100% contenders.
0: Because they're, they're going to play... So, they have this game, and then they have the Chiefs week 16. Because mm-hmm. the NFL is always weird as 16-17. That'll be an interesting game as well. I mean, that, I think that's going to be really... If we know if they're going to be contenders or not. Because they haven't beaten any of the good teams they've played, really. They've... Which is kind of a thing. Their only losses really are the good teams, and they beat all the bad teams. So their losses are Broncos, Bears. I think the Broncos are at this point good, at least. Mm-hmm. Yes. Bears are good. They lost the Rams twice, which you know Rams are obviously very good. And then the Chargers. All of those teams are playoff teams. Maybe not the Broncos. Broncos might make it. I think see. the Broncos
1: are playoff teams. I think three. Yeah. Pe- I think three teams come out of the AFC West because of, I think yeah. the Broncos went out. I really do. It's,
0: it's going to be them or the Ravens. But either way, the Broncos are a good team. DVO ways love them all year. but So the Seahawks really, they've only lost to good teams. They can't seem to, I mean, they've beaten the Packers and the Panthers. I don't think they're good. And then the rest of their wins are, they beat the Cowboys. Cowboys are decent, I guess. But they haven't beaten anybody that's actually good. So that's what I want to see is like, can they actually beat, I don't even know the Vikings are good. Can they beat the Chiefs? That's really the one I want to see. Yeah. Because they, they, they keep, be the they're frisky. They keep like the the Rams, they keep playing the Rams really well, but they can't beat them. So I want to see him beat a good team.
1: Yeah, that's very fair. That is very, very fair. But they are 100% into the playoffs. I promise you they are 100%. Oh, yeah. I believe that. Like I told you – did I not predict before the season that they were going to win the – or like I don't think I said they were going to win the division, but I said they were going to be a playoff team. I think we all chose the Rams, but I was like the Seahawks are going to be good. And you guys were like, no, they're not. And I was like, yes, they are. Do not do this. I do this every year. I'm like this has to be the year. This has to be the year the Seahawks – Actually, start to suck, and it's not. It never is. They always
0: are good. Uh, I can't this believe building shit. I can't believe how good their offensive line got this year. Like Effetti was one of the worst left tackles I've ever seen, and he is actually like good this year.
1: Is he actually good, or is he just passable? No, year? he
0: is like he might be a Pro Bowler this year. No, he won't. He is legitimately like he does not allow people past him anymore. I can't believe that until like, I see it. it Russell Wilson went from being like one of the most pressured quarterbacks to one of the least pressured quarterbacks, just like out of
1: nowhere. I dude, I I freaking hate the Seahawks. I hate them so much. Like it's starting to overtake my hatred for the Patriots. Wow. And I I mean, God, I I hate them with every single bone in my body. And I and I but I damn it, do I respect them every year. They are nine and seven every single freaking year. They're nine and seven making the playoffs, minimum, minimum nine and seven. I hate it, hate it, hate it.
0: All right, well, let's keep the hate going. We're gonna talk about the boys. I don't think you like the Cowboys too much. I'm guessing. I, I don't them. think anybody does.
1: No one likes them except so, everyone I work with. Evidently. Really? Well, that's everyone. if you're if you're
0: over like forty, like you're probably a Cowboys fan.
1: Exactly. It's all the like people I work with that are like. Yeah. Early thirties and up are just—I mean,
0: seriously—it's like over half cowboy fans. Yeah, it's crazy. And they're all—it's all like it's Cowboys, Steelers, like Yankees. It's just all like yes. It's like oh, I grew up just watching whatever the best team was. They were always it's, on TV.
1: Yep, Steelers is another, is the other biggest one. Like it's yep. way more than the Panther fans. It's like oh, Cowboys yeah. It's not and even close. Yep, Yeah, it's bad.
0: Yeah. So. Cowboys, I think we'll keep short. I'm going to call them pretenders. I don't I don't really see them. Their offense just isn't good enough. Their defense, you guys gave them credit. Unbelievable. They're on, like, very good defense, but I just can't see Dak doing it in the playoffs. They could be kind of in the Ravens' mold of, you know, keep the ball for 45 minutes and win like a 13-10 game, but mm-hmm. I just can't see them getting all the way to the Super Bowl or even close to there and winning it. I feel like they're going to get bounced in the first round. I do not want to hype up these Cowboys because I think we all know what happens.
1: Exactly. I'm right there with you. It's it's the dynamic factor and it's why we it's why I think the Ravens are in the contender pile is because Lamar Jackson, the, the dynamic is with his legs. Right. I, mean, I don't think I don't think they really win the Super Bowl this year, the Ravens do, but I think they legitimately can contend because the dynamics I just think Dak is just kinda like the like, he's just like Blake Bortles. Like I mean like what what makes him so better than Blake Bortles? Like, Nothing. You really he's maybe a he does, little bit he, more
0: accurate. He doesn't. Yeah. I was going to say he doesn't throw as many picks. That's about it.
1: I mean, that's, that's really what it is, is he doesn't throw as many picks as Blake Bortles. that I, mean, I really don't see, I would say Blake Bortles is probably a better runner. I mean, I, I, I don't see what makes Dak so dynamic. We all knew his his rookie year that it was all Ezekiel Elliott and that offensive line. But that defense dude, that defense makes them borderline contender. And I'm dead serious. Like that was an absolute display on Thursday, of them basically hearing Eze and I say that the Bears were the best defense by far in the NFC, and it wasn't even close. They heard that. They must listen to this podcast. They must. Uh, they must, uh, because yeah. they heard
0: that and they took offense. They're just. I don't. I. I agree. They're an amazing defense, but usually, at least the the defense will have a quarterback that's you know. Good enough to put up 13 points. I don't know if Dak's good enough to put up like 13 points consistently. Like, I'm kind of worried.
1: <laughs> I think Zeke Lelly is, though. I mean, yeah, he's, Z- not, he's the only be, dynamic but... factor they have. I mean, but th- other than maybe Amari Cooper, who's I was gonna say, like a new man since
0: he got there. If you play, if you play like, if you put eight in the box and double Amari, I, I think they're done. Like, that's it. Like, that's all yeah. you have to do. Just
1: I think they're better than what we get it credit for. I'm going to like, I'm going to really like to see. The Cowboys run in where they have to play the Eagles, which is always a tough game. Yeah, uh, and then you know they have to go to the Colts. They have to like be at home to the Bucks. Those are all, in your words, frisky teams. Those are frisky teams, and I think depending on how we see them perform in their last four games, if they come out and smoke all four of them, they might have me like thinking that they might be able <laughs> to make some noise. But I don't. I'm going to say pretender. Yeah, they I'm trying to been, give them
0: credit where it's. They too. haven't been smoking anybody. Like they've been winning, but they're—I feel like they're not smoking anybody so far. No, no, no. But that's what I'm saying is if they—if they start to put together if performances they, yeah, if by they, the end of the yes. season—is
1: what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying when I agree. Own, yeah. That's the only reason I started to change my mind is that they start to put out performances.
0: Right. If they do, but I'm not going to go into the theoretical because I think any team could do that. So and so far, I'm going to say Cowboys. What they've looked like pretenders. Okay.
1: Yeah. Same. Same. I was just All trying right. to give credit where it's due. They've been—they've right. been good this
0: year. I'll give. They them have. That. I've been I've been I almost bet the money line against the Saints cuz I've been hitting the money line on the Cowboys like last 2 or 3 weeks in a row cuz it's been it's been good. They've been plus money. <laughs> last team, uh you you mentioned, you and got you and uh, easy talked about them the Bears. Maybe the second best defense in the NFC, probably the best scoring defense in a long time. I mean, Eddie yeah. Jackson is just amazing. Scores more touchdowns than almost any other NFL team on defense. It's yep. unbelievable. So Another team I think people are kind of sleeping on. How do you how do you feel about these Bears this year?
1: See, this is a really funny thing. And I think I, I, I like everything in my my brain and eyes again is saying like this team is actually like really good from what I've watched. Like, I mean, they've got dy- they're dynamic on defense, like you're saying. I mean, they are dynamic on defense. And really, their offense has been so good, but for whatever reason, just with when. I see that Mitchell Trubisky and the Bears are eight and four and five and one at home. I mean, like one of the best home teams in football. I'm, I'm just still like, "Eh, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, I don't know. I just still, I still, for whatever reason, I'm putting them in the pretender pile. I'm not just because I'm not sure if it's because I like don't really like Mitchell Trubisky, don't really think he's that good. Uh, But for some reason, they're in the pretender pile for me
0: i don't know why can you explain yeah. it to me no i i think it's the mitchell Trubisky. like we're still on the uh the fresh rookie season i keep wanting to call him freshman i think we're I, still I on like the, the we're on like when he first came in the league and he's gonna throw a bunch of picks i'm i think we're all still like worried about that in the back of our mind like you can't quite trust him right yet you need to see him in a playoff game and kind of prove it maybe even a couple playoff games like mm-hmm. multiple years worth before we can really get something out of him. Because right now everyone's like, all right, he's playing really good. Let's see when he screws up. And he hasn't done it yet. I mean, he's had some you know bad throws here and there, but he hasn't been a dumpster fire. I think he was at first. But I think that's still in everyone's mind that this team has the potential, just like we see with the Chargers or the Cowboys. Yep. it's hard to trust a team until they really do it again and again like the Seahawks have. That's why it's so easy for the Seahawks to like, all right, they're a contender. The Bears aren't just because they have the experience and the Bears don't. But I I think this Bears team, I think they're a contender just because their defense is so good. I'm actually going to be in the boat that Mitchell Trubisky is good. He's been really good when you give him like a first option or even like a second option. If he has to kind of improvise, if he just runs, he's okay. It's Blake Bortles' model. Like, mm-hmm. look look right, look left, nothing there. Run. When he starts yes. to kind of freestyle and try to throw downfield, it gets bad. But I think they could they could do enough on defense. They could maybe score a couple de- like touchdowns. Khalil Mack is going to be a monster come playoff time. I think they have enough players on both sides of the ball that they can really like be a problem. I think Tariq Cohen they need to get like. That dude is so good. I feel like they do not yeah. give him the ball enough. <laughs>
1: yes. He's just like Philip Lindsay, where I'm sitting there, I'm like, why don't you give this kid the ball every play? They finally did it this week, and Philip Lindsay went off for the Broncos.
0: Right. That's I, yeah.
1: I feel the exact same way about Tariq Cohen. It's like, why do you keep giving the ball to Jordan Howard? <laughs> I, <laughs> why do you keep giving it to him?
0: I don't I have no idea. Or even like it's like the Tyree kill a couple years ago. It's like, man, this dude's dynamic, and now this year the Chiefs are finally starting to be like all right, we need to feed this guy constantly because when you get the ball in his hands, good things are going to happen. Yeah, Same thing with Tariq a, there's Gullman. another
1: guy we left out for the best wide receiver in the NFL, Tyreek Hill.
0: Yeah, I mean he's it. Yeah, you can't. He, him he out is on one of the part. best. You can't. You can't leave him out. You're he right. Leave him out. So right. I'm going to throw the Bears in the contender pile. I I think they're really good. I think Chase Daniel kind of you know he dampered it a little bit. They they should be probably nine and three right now. They they would have beaten the Giants, I think, with Mitchell Trubisky. I think they're they're still one of the best teams in the NFC, and like you said, no one wants to go into Chicago and play them. I don't think it's gonna be Mm-mm. tough for them to go on the road, but we'll I mean, see what I think happens.
1: If they can keep that two or three seed, I think if they can keep that two or three seed, they're going to be in business. It looks Maybe. like they're going to be the three as long as they can keep that seed. Just have one home playoff game, like. They're gonna be they're gonna be doing okay. You know what I'm saying? Like they they could very well get to like the divisional round and maybe try to sneak one out on the road. But uh, I, I I need to see more, and I don't know why. I just need to see more of Mitchell Trubisky because I still just have system QB game manager in my mind with him because I, I don't know why. I just don't think he's that good still.
0: No, I, I think that's fair. I think it's hard for like you said, it's hard for him to be dynamic and win you a game at the end. Yes, but-
1: that's what it is.
0: It, I I think the team is good enough that they can get get ahead, make teams try to play aggressive, and then turn the ball over on them. Because I think that's really this team plays very well when they're ahead. They're one of the few teams that when they're ahead, they you might as well just it. It's tough to get like back on them because you start throwing the ball, and their secondary is just like it was a couple of years ago. They are headhunters. Yeah, they are so. cra- I mean, oh
1: my god, they're terrifying them and the Cowboys, man. I that, that is two insane defenses.
0: Yep. So we we've gone pretty long. Let's let's wrap up a little bit of NFL. I don't know if we'll have time for basketball or not. We could probably do NFL and gambling. We're already a little over an hour so. Yeah, we could skip the basketball talk. Easy and I talked a little bit. Yeah. There's always there's always more weeks. I actually I haven't been watching enough NBA. I've been watching a lot of Celtics and then like some other. I've been trying to, you know, watch a game here or there, but not not my usual game of night kind of thing. So,
1: hmm, interesting.
0: I'll, I'll need to do my research. I, I mean, it's been a really good year. That, like every game I've watched been so good, but it's just I don't know. I've been busy. I just so. can't.
1: I can't buy into anything other than the highlights for the NBA in the regular season until like yeah. April. You know what I mean? I just don't care. I just buy yeah. in the storylines and the highlights and keep up with it that way. Look at the stat lines. You got to read the stories about the NBA because the the games are just so boring. There's they don't oh, give a come on. shit in the in the. Regular oh season. come on they don't no they they do. just get, they just give a shit about getting on instagram and dunking somebody i've been nah. honestly an old man this podcast this has been i've been screaming about participation trophies
0: i am mean, yeah i mean jeez i'm like 55 man. years old so do you have any words for i mean i think your falcons they were already kind of half a foot in the grave they finally you know got smacked against the head they they fell in the grave do you have any words for them or easy's panthers do you want to say i mean easy's panthers you know the, i think they're kind of where the falcons were they're they're laying down in the grave right now they're not totally dead but any words for either of them
1: uh the panthers i mean ethan and i talked about it last week the falcons we knew were dead um i i'm glad they let me down easily uh after i thought they let me down like super bad and then they you know they just go out and stink that shit up and the next like two games so now I can actually get excited about maybe a good draft pick the ultimate screw you would be them going like four and oh and getting six seven and one and like a the tenth pick or some crap but um I pretty much like don't really have much to say about the Falcons I still can't figure out why we're not good like I really don't like it seems like the problems are just everywhere when I thought we had like one of the like most airtight rosters uh, in the NFL, even in the injury, you know, I thought with injuries we would be seven and five. You know what I'm saying? And instead Man. we are four and seven or four and eight or whatever the hell we are. Um, So that's kind of sad. I'm I'm really just kind of disappointed. I don't know what the problem is. I don't think it's Dan Quinn. People are going to like crucify him. I really don't think that he's the one that you need to sacrifice. You think you need to toss out Sarkeesian and Marquand Manuel and, and try again. I don't think either of them are worth much. I think Mark Juan Manuel is a good guy. I think he's better suited for like college. Honestly, seems more like a recruiter type. But I think that's really all I have to say about them. Panthers. Cam Newton is very clearly injured. Um, that shoulder is not okay. I mean he he went from being a pretty damn good quarterback with a dynamic offense to the last three weeks of looking like he has no idea how to play, like he can't throw the ball, and then. I think the most, you know, kind of interesting thing that kind of, or the most in, indicative thing of him being injured, they took him out for a hail mary. Cam Newton's got one of the best yeah. arms I've ever seen in my life, and they took him out for the hail mary. It's clear his shoulder is not a hundred percent and where it needs to be, and that, that kind of makes me hurt for him because he's such a great athlete. It sucks that something dumb like a shoulder injury has been holding him back these last few years. So really, the Panthers are just—they're just in a bad spot, and and the Falcons. I still don't. I don't. Heads got to. Heads have to roll. I mean, that's what it's got to be. You gotta. You gotta get rid of the coaches because I think the players really have enough talent to get us to the next level. So I think it's got to be coaching. Just I, heads need to roll for the Falcons. The Panthers. I'm not sure. Heads probably will roll there. Um. Yeah. It's just kind of like stinks. Like the NFL is better when the
0: Panthers and the Falcons are good. I agree. And and when Matt Ryan and Cam Newton when they're in the playoffs. I mean. Everyone wants to see them. Everyone wants to see both those teams. They can be such electric, uh, you know, talents in the playoffs. So, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I believed in this Falcons team. I think in, until they died, I, same thing with the Panthers. I believed in them pretty much all year. Both of those teams have been pretty disappointing. The Panthers are still theoretically in it, but mm-hmm. they're, they're pretty much a long shot now. It it does suck. Injuries for both of them plague both of the teams. The Panthers yes. now later with of Cam. And, I mean, the Falcons have been all year, but yeah
1: yeah that's that's exactly where i'm at like uh it's just kind of sad
0: yeah it uh, is it, it is sad i mean it happens to i feel like it happens to almost every team like eventually can we wrap like, up? oh sorry what were you saying oh i was gonna say it happens to almost every team i want to say you want to talk about the packers a little
1: that's exactly what i was about to be like can we wrap up with the packers i want to yeah. know how you feel about mccarthy because it's been so long coming he's such trash like i couldn't believe it took this long for his head to roll
0: I don't think he's. I don't think he's a good coach. Don't get me wrong, but I think Aaron Rodgers at this point, the games I've watched from him, he's still a good quarterback. And when he when he wants to be on, he's on. But there's so many games now that it's just he throws away the ball. He plays scared, like he he's afraid to like run out of the pocket anymore. He's afraid to like stay in the pocket. And like maybe it's just because he's taken the hits and gotten injured. And there's nothing wrong with that. I, think I mean, it is. he's looking out for himself, but it, he just it's hard to win games like that. And I know McCarthy's going to be the, the scapegoat in it. And I don't think he's the best coach in the world. Don't get me wrong. He's not helping them win games. Mm-hmm. But I really think it does start at Aaron Rodgers. When I watch that either Packers-Patriots or a couple other Packers games, there are just too many times it's like third and six and you get any kind of pressure on him. He's just sailing it out of bounds. He's just not even trying.
1: It, okay, and here's my thing for that and people were getting giving Odell Beckham Jr. shit for this the, the whole thing he didn't dive for the onside kick and people were questioning his effort. I'm like, look, man, these are two of the like of the prize cows in the NFL. They just signed huge deals. They're looking out for themselves. If I'm worth 15 million dollars, you bet your ass I'm watching out for myself. If I'm not like it's very clear that this season for the Giants is over. OBJ doesn't need to be doing this. And I think, honestly, this season, Rodgers is so fed up with pretty much just everything that's been going on in the front office of what he's had to deal with. They consistently get no talent outside of Devontae Adams on offense. They, they give him average running backs. They keep paying the same offensive linemen over and over that have been completely average. They get wide receivers and tight ends. They get a washed up Jimmy Graham and who hasn't looked honestly good since Drew Brees. And just like the second best receiver this year has been Marquez Valdez Scandling. I mean, that's he's fed up. And then this and then they they trade Haha like in the middle of the seat in the middle of the season when they're trying to contend their best player on defense. He's exhausted. He's just tired of the crap. He's tired of pe- them making financial decisions because they know he is gonna you know, pick up the team. He can win six games by himself. They're t- he's tired of it. Like he he's tired of him having to do all the work after signing that huge deal. And I I don't really blame him. And he's he's hurt. He's like got hurt immediately to start the season. And they made and he basically had to play through it. I think it's I think he's just he's just fed up and he can't believe McCarthy's still there. I completely understand the situation. It's been yeah. three or four years overdue since McCarthy got exposed for not being a great coach, and he's still been there like the whole time. It, it's long overdue. And the way they handled the situation has just been terrible. They fire him in the middle of the year. They already kept him for thirteen years, which was four years too long. And instead then they fire him in the middle of the season disrespectfully. It's just the whole thing sucks. And I completely understand why Aaron Rodgers has not looked like he wants to look. Like he's why he hasn't tried. He's been watching out for himself. He just signed a huge deal. This season's over. He doesn't care. Get McCarthy out of here and let's try again next year. I mean, that's exactly what Modi's in right now.
0: Yeah, I mean I'll I disagree a little bit. I think you should still give your best effort all the time. I mean I understand that you shouldn't be trying to get injured. Like don't be like the Sean in the beginning of the season when you're running into people, but you still gotta give a better effort than that. Because it it's not like they were totally out of the playoffs. Maybe he is really fed up with Mike McCarthy, but to me you still gotta you gotta go to work every day and give it your all. You can't be half assing it half the time. Well, that's and, what
1: he did for years and years, and McCarthy McCarthy kept keeping his job. The only way yeah. he could get him out of there, yeah, him. yeah, I guess that's right. He's not a dumb guy. Like he he thought of that. If I did, yeah. that the only way he can really get this guy gone is just shitty body language and like
0: right. trying to expose him for how bad of a play caller he is. That might be it. I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe it's all intentional. But I mean, that's that's a whole different can of worms, and I, I don't know if I really agree with that as well. I mean, it's. Mm-hmm. It's effective, but it's that's still a pretty shitty thing to do. I mean, you can we'll, publicly. We'll never just, know if that take is yeah.
1: right. We'll literally never know.
0: Right. So I I don't know I it, I was just thinking about and I I think this was brought up somewhere else that pretty much every team that that is paid a quarterback like a lot of money like the track record is terrible with it so far. Real bad, real bad, real, like real the, bad. The Packers, the Falcons. I think Kirk Cousins just got paid a ton. I'm trying to think Ravens. of who it Joe Flacco. Yes, Joe Flacco was a big one. David I, Carr, Matt Stafford. Oh, no, yeah, Carr, Derek and David Carr, yeah. Oh, sorry, did I say David? Derek yeah, Carr. Derek Carr. Matt Stafford. Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, Jimmy got hurt, but Still, even that that team probably, I mean, yeah, they don't have enough talent probably outside of Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, who's the only one that's worked out for so
1: far, Russell Wilson and Tom Brady? I,
0: Tom Brady doesn't get paid like anything. That's depressing. And I think Russell's on a pretty team-friendly deal as well.
1: No, he signed a. Did he sign like a big one? Semi, like I think he's due for a contract this year. Like he's gonna okay. sign a big one after this year.
0: Well, he might have to, but I think right now he's not on like a huge one. Because yeah, I think most right. of the, most of the players who like the Chiefs, the Bears, who else is real good? I Jake mean, I don't, Cutler, Jake Cutler too. The Bears, remember yeah. that huge? Deal oh he yeah, said? yeah, yeah, yeah. Drew Brees you might. Are? I don't know what kind of. I don't know what kind of deal Drew Brees is on. He might be on a big one. I have no idea. Maybe. But, I mean, I, it, it was just a take. It's like it, – it's the same thing in the NBA now that, like, contract, the uh, veteran whatever contract where you get paid, like, $40 million, like John Wall. I feel like it's so tough when you play one guy that much money and then try to build around them. It's going to be tough for the Packers.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, Dan, when you're a kid playing Madden, if you're best player – you try to give
1: your best player the least amount of money because you know that you got to yeah. fill the – the rest of the, your franchise you know what i'm saying like franchise mode on madden it's not that hard to figure out that there's when there's not enough money to go around for everybody it doesn't really like bode well after that you were exactly right
0: so wilson got like a it's 22 a year so that's not really a big contract i think that's what like case keenum is about being paid isn't it he's got like yeah. 18 a year.
1: I think that's right. Well, I mean, 22 is still a pretty big deal.
0: I mean, yeah, it's a, but as far as quarterbacks, what is I think or, uh, Cousins is about 30, something like that. Jeez. I think Matt, Matty is like 32 now. Yeah, he's got a big one. Breeze is 25-year, which is pretty big. I think Brady's is like tiny. He keeps taking like little ones.
1: Well, no, he he made like a big deal that he wasn't getting paid a few years ago and like I thought signed a better deal. I'm going to look that up while you transition into gambling so we can wrap this up.
0: Well, Brady. Okay, I just looked it up. It's fifteen million base. That's pretty small. True. Oh no, he just signed a two year forty one, so it's like twenty million. So still pretty small. No, now the one I see is two for thirty. I don't know. Either way, two for thirty Whatever. or two for forty is not real big. So yeah, yeah, we can we can transition into gambling. I have really, I think there's only NFL and NBA now, right? Unless you want to do bowls. I mean, I guess you could do Army Navy too if you want to.
1: That's exactly what I was gonna give you is Army Navy. Uh my really only like, straight up like, bet that I love is Army on the spread. They're so much better. I think. I think really, if you are looking for the value bets, Army it's like six and a half is what I am seeing. Really, is that free, all free? It's just it just seems like free money. But I also love the value of a Navy money line. I mean, like it, it, it they're not gonna cover Navy either. Navy Navy either gets blown out or wins, it's like that. This game is not like a. Navy narrowly covers the spread. This is either Navy comes out and beats them by like seven or Army
0: absolutely murders them. So that's the uh, – I don't know if you know bet. this, but this is, that's the Joel Freeland. Either the favor covers or the underdog wins outright. It's a pretty good
1: – it's a pretty decent betting strategy. Yeah. But he, I, I like Army. I mean, they're just way better on defense than Navy is. And, like, they're very clearly familiar with this team. They've won twice in a row now. Yeah, I think, I think the Army is going to win again and win big
0: if I had to, if I had to bet. All right, I so, which, yeah, of course, he will. Yep. So what was that? You said Army, is it six or six and a half? What half? What'd you say it was? Six and a half
1: is what I'm six seeing five. right now, but it, it may be going up. I'm sure people are hammering Army. Yeah,
0: I could see it evening out probably seven, seven and a half, something like that. Yeah. So, any anything else you got? In the NFL, I mentioned it. Seahawks is free money, whatever they are on the
1: line. I'm actually going to sprinkle on that. Otherwise, like I said, I pretty much just staying away from the NFL. It's too scary. Uh, I really, I think Seahawks is free money because people are still kind of sleeping on them. Uh, And then other than that, I'm pretty much, that's it. I don't, I don't, I stay away from the NFL because I like keeping my money.
0: Yeah. I got a, I got a couple NFL things. I've been, I've been doing okay with it. Three team tees I like this week. Pats are minus eight right now at the Dolphins. Saints are oh, minus I like that eight. too. Yeah. I like Pats. And the I like Dolphins I too. like minus eight right there. But Saints are minus eight at the Bucks, and then Broncos minus six. I love the Broncos minus six at the Niners. I oh love that God, straight dude. up. So I'm gonna. It. I like to throw all three of those in a tease. You get Pats to minus two, Saints to minus two, and Broncos even. I mean, they said to win the game. I don't see either the Pats or the Saints losing. The Saints, I could maybe see, but I think they're gonna win. And then the Broncos I see definitely beating the Niners. So that's plus 150 for like a three-team six-point teaser or so. I like the value there. Panthers I see – I don't know now. Panthers, if, if Cam's hurt, I'm worried about them. Because I had Panthers minus one-and-a-half against the Browns. Yes. I think they still have don't a playoff up. hope. They, like they're, they're still – like I said, they're not totally dead yet. They still have some hope. So I maybe they try to do it all. Maybe they, you know, win for Ron Rivera or whatever, win for Cam. Maybe – I, I don't know. I like that minus one and a half, though, at the Browns. I think they're they're clearly a better team. I think Baker could play spoiler a little bit, but that minus one and a half, I just... I like it that low. If it was like three and a half, I wouldn't bet it, but one and a half is just... That's so low for Panthers-Browns. And then the last one, we talked about this uh, Texans team playing the Colts this week. Big game. The over-under is 49. I, I I like the over in that one. I, I think this Texans team is a really good offense and I think the Colts are even though they put a zero spot this week I think they're a sneaky good offense as well so over 49 I thought was pretty good I could see it easily being 49. like I mean that's if it's 28-24 is probably what it'll be something like that or even 30-27 I could see it just very easily being high 20s 49 is just a that's a low spot for two teams like this to have good offenses
1: yeah okay fair enough I'll take I'll take you on that. It's just tough to take a an over on a team and just put a a
0: goose egg. It is. It is tough. It's it's tough to put. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough. I'm, tough. I'm gonna I'm just gonna ignore that game. Just pretend it never happened. That was the Cody Kessler special. Nice six nothing win. So,
1: <laughs> a nail biter. Cody Kessler versus Andrew Luck. Man, that is just two of the least exciting people I can think of.
0: Yeah. So you got anything else for this week? I mean, I think Easy might be doing something for college basketball.
1: Yeah, I think he's thinking about it. He says he wants to do a solo one. We might have something coming for you guys. Uh, is he maybe an Easy college basketball special? We'll see. I would love that. I think the people would love that. It, yeah, it's it's basically just getting ahead on your March Madness picks because then you remember this podcast that Easy's going to do. It's, but he's go. basically giving you free money. In like four months
0: there you go i'm sure there's plenty of future bets you can make right now and a lot of money because there's always some teams that are just the odds are just ridiculously bad for them every year so i'm sure easy's all over it next week i'm sure i hope we could do some more nba i'll try to watch some games because there's not going to be we're kind of starting to quiet down it's really just nfl college football is really going to quiet down some Mm -hmm. and we'll have college basketball nba and nfl for a little while
1: Absolutely. This is where I pick the Premier League back up. Usually most of the time is after it kind of dies down. Uh, It's honest to God, it's been a really good year. I'm not going to spend too much time because I know we have a lot, but the, sorry, I'm going to use this word definitely correct this time. The parody is insane. I mean, there are like five teams that legitimately can go win the title this year and a lot of the kind of Usually middle of the row teams are competitive. So it it honestly has been a really, really like fun season. Like I know I said I was kind of sleeping on it like, you know, a few weeks ago. Like it was just like oh, I don't even want to watch this trash. It was because football was on. Like, let's be real. It's because football was on. But now the football's dying down, just like Tommy B said. There it actually has been a really good season. It's gonna be super entertaining in the spring.
0: I gotta say, I took the the Z train challenge and uh I think I watched three weeks, four weeks. I don't remember how long you wanted me to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I know if it was... T-
1: I should have told you to watch. start watching
0: in, like, February or something Probably. like that. Probably. Because it was, yeah. like... It's it's tough, especially, like you said, when football's on. And it's, like, yeah, it's tough you, to, like, try to yeah. watch. Usually it'd be on early enough in the morning. On a Saturday I could maybe catch a game. But it's so tough, like, trying to watch two random teams. And I don't know any of the players.
1: Yeah. When there's no college game day on, it's so much easier to, yeah. like, wake up
0: on your couch kind of hungover at, like, 10 a.m. and sit there and watch an entire game. And I'm I'm still, like... I think I watched a couple and they were like nil nil or one one and I'm like man I I still hate soccer like most of the time. That's the thing is like now the matchups are
1: – it's basically they're they're completely warm they're ready they've shaken the rust okay. off and or you know shaken just the cobwebs off of being tired because they play so much like Arsenal Tottenham was four two. It started out 1-0 Arsenal, Tottenham went 2-1 up, and then Arsenal came all the way back and won 4 2 It was an insane match. I mean, it's there's, it's really starting to eat up. So, yeah, I'm just saying, it, it's coming back around. Other yeah. sports are starting to come in.
0: Yeah, and, and like you said, there's probably more storylines now at this point in the season. When it's so early in the season, there's really like not a whole lot of storylines going on. Yep, yep, absolutely. So it's kind of hard to like be like, oh man, I, I really need to watch this team that's 1-0 against this team that's 1-0. <laughs> week four
1: it's like man. oh man they had a real great showing week two looked weak and week three what happens in week
0: four <laughs> it's really just not i really don't care now yep so anything else you got that's it all right let's go ahead and wrap it up so thanks everybody for listening uh, another week of the loose balls podcast we'll be back next week i hope um i'm sure hopefully we can work at all of our schedules it seems like we're doing a little round robin right now where it's mm-hmm. uh You know, one of us is always unavailable. So hopefully we can get the full team back together. There's no team like uh, the full team. It's true. Teamwork makes the dream work. Everybody write that down. Any other cliches that you could think of, they're probably true. So be sure to, you know, give us five stars. Tell us about your, tell your friends about us. Everyone needs a little, a little gift this Christmas. Make it the Loose Balls podcast. I love that. And sponsor us. Call us if you want us to. Literally, we
1: will literally <laughs> advertise anything on here. Anything. I mean, honestly, any literally any sum of money, we will talk about it on this podcast, and that it reaches. Uh, I think what was it last time? Millions of people.
0: At, at least, right? Yeah, it's gotta yeah, be it was at least a million, maybe yeah. a billion. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Any last thoughts? Yep.
1: I'm good. Giddy up. Hey Braves, trade's coming. A trade is coming. You're gonna see it on your Twitter feeds. It's coming. My my sources are telling me, All World right.
0: Series or bust, twenty nineteen. Check out Xana sources, and we'll see y'all next week.